Welcome to the GNO podcast. There are a lot of beliefs, opinions, and values out there, and nailing down yours can be tricky. Join us as we explore and discuss a variety of topics to help us figure out who we are, decide who we want to become, and learn how to best support each other along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the GNO podcast. Literally, Catherine, Olivia, and myself were just measuring <laughs> how far away we needed to be from the microphone, and it was honestly kind of humorous. We were doing, I think this is, is this I Love You in Sign Language? Is, yeah. Maybe. No, isn't that? Oh, it is. I, oh, this is I the Y in Sign Language. Okay, so the Y in Sign Language, that's what they're doing. Yeah, hang loose. Thank you. And I was challenging them because mm-hmm. I'm like, I have larger hands than you guys, so that's pushing me back further. All of that to say, they don't want my voice to be heard on this podcast. Um, But no, really, honestly, guys, we spent the first 45, no, maybe an hour and a half tonight watching Catherine and her husband Dalton try to troubleshoot uh, making our microphones work. So here's here's a fun story for you guys. We actually all have three individual mics for the podcast that have yet to work in sync ever since we technology is difficult yes and we ordered these mics off of amazon great reviews right we're like yes we're gonna get these look at us we're the pros we're in a closet we each have our own mics none of them will sync up together so there's always one of us is being heard over the other and so all of that to say we are fully aware that our sound is not completely wonderful for you guys uh this season and so just know that we are working to figure that out for next season Mm -hmm. Yes, we're working hard. Your experiences. I probably spent like 15 hours of my week last week trying to troubleshoot and watching Mm -hmm. all the YouTube videos and doing all the research and trying all these different things. I bought new mics to try to aggregate them. Do you know what that word is? Aggregate. Aggregate. Do now. I do. Um, (laughs) We tried a soundboard. Like we tried so many things. So. My husband Dalton has an idea that he's going to look into and we're going to try that, but we really are working on it. I think our sound quality has improved some, but we know it's not amazing. So we're getting there. Hang with us. I'm like laughing as the uh, the uh, motorcycle's going in the background. Yeah. Our sound's improved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we can't control that. Yeah. Chumps. Okay. So don't ask for the world. We're slowly upgrading though. Like we had yeah. the closet, we had the other closet. <laughs> Now we have a studio. Now we have a studio with some styrofoam. So, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. So, anyway, but we're thankful that you're still listening. Uh, Hopefully, you made it this far, (laughs) whatever episode number we're on. And we hope that you would continue to listen and we will continue to work and troubleshoot our sound. But we're excited today because. We're actually kind of finishing out this season, season one of the podcast, and we've each kind of taken a topic that we are interested in or have just kind of some stake in and want to share with you guys. So Liv is actually Mm -hmm. going to share with us today Mm -hmm. about sustainability, and we're super pumped to learn from her and hear from her. And maybe Courtney and I will have a word of wisdom to say here and there, but y'all aren't sustainable. It's mostly Liv. (laughs) Just and I, wow! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was just right there. Minimal living. Minimal With living. Live. Oh, I love that. Minimal, Minimal livesum. Oh. Minimal livesum. Live, 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 
minimalism. Actually, okay, you know what's funny is I had somebody texted me, shout out Veronica Allen. Someone texted me and they were like, hey, I didn't know that you went by live. And I was like, oh, I've never thought about it. I guess I do sometimes go by live because I guess you guys have referred to you me said as live in the it's like podcast. What we call you. Girl, that's, yeah. I met you day one and you're like, hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm pretty sure by lunch I said, hey, Liv, you want to come do this with us? <laughs> Girl, I, guess I didn't just, ask for permission. I just did it. It doesn't register that I'm being called Liv. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's cool. I was so like, I, have that cool I just thought you were saying like, oh, it never occurred to me that some people don't call me that and some people do. No. <laughs> you just didn't realize people were calling you that. Okay, no. cool. <laughs> awesome. I just like, I just, I guess it's pre-programmed that it's something I respond to and I don't think anymore about it. All right. Anyways, <laughs> with that, with that, let me give you some wisdom. I'm sure that you're like, wow, let's keep listening to this girl. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. Um, yeah. So sustainability is something that I am really passionate about. And I think I've always been really passionate about sustainability. I always think in all aspects, not even just like with the environment about how something is going to play out long term. Um, and this can happen in, you know, big ways, like, I'm going to throw this plastic bottle away, because in 150 years, like it's going to be sitting in an ocean if I don't. Um, or, like, I will think about just logistical ways, like if I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go run after work, well, am I going to be able to run after work every day for the rest of my life? Because mm. then if I'm not going to be able to, maybe I need to learn how to run before for work but mm. then am I going to be able to do that every day for the rest of my like I just in all of my decisions I'm mm. always thinking like okay what does this mean for the rest of my life mm. um oof that's a lot of pressure it's a little yeah, are you tired yeah <laughs> I'm pretty exhausted maybe that's why I'm always tired um but but then like yeah at work I'm always thinking about that and that can be kind of helpful at work mm -hmm. um sometimes but so that's one reason and then I I love being outside I love nature. I've mm -hmm. always loved hiking, camping, backpacking, and you start to see firsthand, especially living near the Smoky Mountains, yes. you start to see firsthand the impact that humans have on nature. And that's something I care very much about. And I believe that we're stewards of the earth. Mm -hmm. The earth is not here to serve us. I think in a lot of ways, we're here to serve and care for the earth. Mm. and I think that's been really twisted and I want the earth to be around a long time because I want to appreciate it and um, I want everyone for generations to get to appreciate it the same way people have been for years mm. and then the last reason I think I care about it is my Enneagram number <laughs> I don't like to take up space <laughs> and so oh my god and I in just any way, I'm always like, I think I'm trying to minimize myself in good and bad ways. And so I think naturally sustainability makes a lot of sense because I'm like, well, I don't want to take up too much space in this planet. <laughs> I don't funny. want my plastic water bottle to be here for years because I don't, I don't know. I never thought the about turtles. how that could relate to your Enneagram yeah. number, like being a nine. I've, I've never made that connection. So that's yeah. cool. That's I didn't a cool connection. I prepped for this. Yeah, like you're not taking up space verbally, mm -hmm. physically, mm -hmm. emotionally. <laughs> yeah, all, like the, all ways. the ways. Yeah, all the ways, and all of the ways are great. Mm. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> um, it's never a problem. So, yeah, I just really care a lot about it, and I feel like our current culture and economic system, specifically in America, does not. 
cater to sustainability and just being around for a very long time. I think that we as a nation are built upon consumerism. I mean, that's not even like yeah. an arguable an arguable point, but um, we are. <laughs> We're, yeah, it is literally a fact. We're built upon like commerce and people buying things. And I think that with social media, we've created this worship of big cultures and just like big lifestyles, mm-hmm. like big houses, big cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have like experienced this, mm-hmm. seen this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's that like, yeah, totally that social media culture and just like comparison, comparison mm-hmm. culture of like, oh, well, that person has the bigger house or the better car, or the better this or that. Like, and you're kind of always wanting to one up or, or like match someone else like based off of that. And most often that comparison plays out in consumerism and like bigger, yeah. better, brighter, whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. it may be. So that's a good point. I think you're mm-hmm. spot on. Yeah. I would say, I would take it like a step further and say, I don't even think it's only with social media. You know, I think it's been around forever for mm-hmm. ages. Right. Like, and it's not even just like, Oh, the American dream, the white picket fence and things mm-hmm. like that. But it is, it's like, you know, people are constantly thinking, the grass is greener on the other mm-hmm. side or they have all of these like, you know, I heard somebody ask a coworker the other day, like, how many cars do you have? You know, and he's like four, you know, and it's like, well, two adults, you know, are driving in the house, but he also has two kids that are, you know, who I don't even know his backstory. You know, one car could be from when he was in college or high school and then, you know, you pay it off, you keep it, that sort of thing. But it's just like, yeah, I feel like people are constantly mm-hmm. always the new, the great, the latest, the greatest. I mean, heck, iPhones are like the prime example of that. We're always constantly chasing the newest thing. And it's like we're willing to spend over a grand on a crazy sal- on a cell phone. What was that? Yeah, cell phone. 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 That was Tennessee trying to come out. That's what that was. But on a cell phone. I'm like, that's absurd. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Well, like keeping up with the Joneses, that phrase came out like in the 50s, right? Right mm-hmm. after World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I think though social media has created this fast. Yes. The, it, like fast fashion, fast, fast fashion. Fast fashion. That, my Wisconsin coming out. I did that. You're I'm not sorry. from Wisconsin. I, I don't even think <laughs> I've been there. Um, Love it. My fast fashion. But like we always, like it's, we're always on to the next thing yeah. so quickly. Makes it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, these jeans are going to be in style for, you mm-hmm. know, 50 years until mm-hmm. we come up with a different style of blue jeans. It's yeah. like a year, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. maybe five months. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Still have the same. You'd be proud of this. Let me just throw this out there. I wear the same denim jacket that I've had since middle school. Oh, my god. Wear it now. Old I Navy, so Old Navy strong, y'all. Old Navy that's strong. That's amazing. That really is. Doesn't go out of style. Since middle Get school. on my level. Yeah, that's true. The denim jacket. And then with so many things, just hold on to them and they'll come back if they go out. <laughs> that's so true. They'll come Absolutely. back in like a year. It's the advantage of the fast fashion. Yes. <laughs> Talk about that. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Matthew refers to this phenomenon as the Kardashianization of America. Oh, I'm interested to hear what that means. (laughs) He talks about it all the time, but just just the idea that like everyone kind of feels entitled to be a celebrity, like Mm -hmm. and live like a celebrity Mm -hmm. because we see their lifestyle all the time on Mm -hmm. TV, on social media. and And we see the good parts. Yes. 
and we feel like, oh, that's, you know, I, the home edit, like that's, mm -hmm. that's the level that I need to be at. There's nothing less is acceptable. Mm -hmm. um, so, and that's what everyone wants to strive for. So I think that that, the impact that that ends up having on the environment because of production of stuff, because of right. disposal of stuff, because mm -hmm. of like having to create new things to then dispose of them, to then create new, you know, like it's just this cycle. Um, and there's a lot of articles that you could read on that. And I'll give some links as well hmm. for things that would be helpful. But Okay, so Liv, I do have something cool and interesting to say that it's like oh. fitting. It's very fitting that you are, <clears throat> excuse me, leading on sustainability right now. Because I think when I first met you, I mean, even at the office, you know, when we worked together, your desk was very bare. That's that's the word that I used to describe it first, right? I was like, <laughs> okay. she had like one fake succulent, bear. you guys. She had like a notebook, maybe if that, and like a pen out on her desk. And I was like, dang, talk about like, not, it's not hum homey. It's not comfortable over here. And Courtney over here had like 14 lotions and, and a like, diffuser. 14 and like lotions? Okay, <laughs> like one lotion and some house plants. Um, <laughs> scrapbook of the office. A nativity set from China. <laughs> okay, I did have that for Christmas time. Okay, and my little Joseph is awesome. Okay, don't I'm not knocking that. it. I'm just saying it was there. But anyways, my story so, but I remember thinking like, wow, her desk is like very bare. But then I started to learn like, okay, this is a lifestyle for you. This isn't just like a trending thing. And yes, it, it's not bare. It's minimalist. And that's not a bad thing. You don't like clutter. You don't like to take up space. You just want to be mindful of that. And I had no idea of the effort or like the mindset behind it. Right. And so anyways, one of the changes that I made, I don't think I've ever told you this, but after like hearing about things from you a little more, I actually purchased reusable sandwich baggies. And like storage bags and even ones that you can freeze. Um, it, I did. Wait, wait, hold on. I bought those because I saw yours. No. Yes. Well, maybe, but are you saying that that some things that I do? Yes, like, you yeah, yeah, yeah. This? And then I yeah. thought that was a good idea. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. That is Full hilarious. circle. Oh yeah. Still no, learning I did. from each other. I did. So I was like, man, I need to do something. So I literally was like, well, what do I do? use the most of? I use a ton of different, like, sandwich baggies. I was throwing them yeah. away like crazy, plastic baggies. And also, like, saran wrap and things like that. So I got beeswax wrap oh, yeah. and then um, my reusable baggies and then ones that I can also freeze and like heat up in a bo boiling pot of water things like that so oh my that was gosh. because of you that is by you. such yeah. a full circle moment look at this <laughs> I Come inspired on, sustainability. you and you inspired me yes. and now I'm gonna think of another way to inspire you <laughs> I love this yeah I mean that's such a good like those single-use plastics mm -hmm. that is a place where I've really been wanting to cut down mm -hmm. and trying to like getting I mean obviously water bottles I think most people have moved on to reusable water mm -hmm. bottles but even other like Gatorade bottles or Propel bottles or like I know that it's trendy to have a fridge full of bottles mm -hmm. and cans and all yeah. of that mm -hmm. but the impact that has on the environment and then also just like single-use plastics with some of the prepackaged foods that you buy mm -hmm. or when takeout was a really big thing in 2020 like I'm just always trying to think through when I'm going to purchase something that's a single-use plastic, is there a bulk way that I could purchase this? Maybe it's going to be a little more inconvenient and like I'm super lazy, so I fully <laughs> understand that excuse. <laughs> um, but if I'm doing it, you can too, I promise. 
but a single use plastic is an easy way to cut back. So good for you, Court. Good for you. Good for you. No, thanks for, seriously, you're the one who made me consider that. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Catherine's over here still using Ziploc. I actually have those beeswax things as well. So (laughs) don't come for me. My (laughs) mother-in-law got me them for Christmas and so did my friend Sarah. They both got me some. So I have like two packs of them and I use them quite often. But I, I don't actually have them. I need to get them. These oh, waxes are yeah. legit. You it's you really good, them. honestly. Okay. You, they last up to a year, like each cloth can. And you just rinse wow. them underwater, warm water, and then hang them or leave, leave them out to air dry. To dry okay. yeah. And I'm all about my like glass Tupperware and stuff. You like, do using that yeah, that's great. for yeah. for um, meals and lunches and that sort of thing. I do have plastic bags in my house, Ziploc bags, but I try not to use them much, mm-hmm. like very often. Mm-hmm. especially not for things like you know like oh let me put some chips in a plastic right. bag for lunch like i'll use tupperware for that instead or mm-hmm. something do. else so i try to be mindful and yeah i feel like also live i've learned from you just the the containers and like you said the single use plastic containers and stuff and how you've been more mindful even with like your like beauty and self-care products mm-hmm. and stuff um so i have switched to deodorant that's like refillable so what? i have a plastic mm-hmm. like case or I don't know what you call it, like container for yeah. the deodorant and then you buy refills and so you refill the inside and you're using the same plastic it's from beauty counter um it's also natural deodorant because I've been doing natural deodorant for like three or four years now um I've tried every natural deodorant that you could ever possibly think of I assure you <laughs> she has and she doesn't smell most of them don't work but this one did <laughs> for me for me like a lot of people are like oh this one's great and I'm like no it doesn't work I also have really sensitive skin, but all that to say, this has worked pretty well, and I love the fact that it's um, reusable, and I can mm-hmm. just change out the the inside, which is cool. That yeah. is really cool. So, also one other thing yeah. that I like to plug is Norwex. If you know love of Norwex, Norwex. Norwex they're is great. a cleaning brand, but they also have like body products too, mm-hmm. and it's all like EnviroCloth based, and so it's reusable. Like every, I clean my entire house using Norwex cloths, mop like broom everything and you after you're done you wash the cloths get all the you know grime out of them and then you reuse them and they're awesome and I also use them to like wash my body in the shower and take off my makeup they have a makeup remover Um, my mom has been using Norwex and actually sells it and so that's how we like found out about it it's a Norwegian brand but it's super awesome and sustainable so yeah and when I just want to throw out when you say wash it like you're not just like in the sink, whatever. Like, y'all, like you throw the, it in the washer. Yeah, washing And in the dryer. Yeah, yeah, I had a set of sponges. Lasted me, like, a year and a half, mm-hmm. almost two years. Two packs of sponges that mm-hmm. came in because you could wash them in the washer. Yeah, insane. That's insane. That's awesome. Norwex is awesome. Yep. Well, and what's cool about that is you're not using the plastic container yeah. from the chemical that you're putting on, right? Like, you're not right. having to go buy a bunch right. of things. Right, yeah, I don't use that. Yeah. It's infused. And yeah. also, like, how it comes in, like, cardboard box there's no plastic wrap like even the way it's packaged to ship to you is pretty cool too that's so cool yeah well and so you were talking about beauty and I feel Mm -hmm. like beauty is also a really easy place to cut back on your impact so I went through and I actually do this regularly like go through all of my toiletry beauty products shampoos all of it and like, I remember one day in the shower, I just got so overwhelmed. I feel like I threw away almost everything. But if you go in your bathroom, there are so many plastics involved in just like 
personal hygiene. It's insane. Mm. And so I love the reusable deodorant thing. It also personally made me rethink like, why do I need to use foundation? Why do I need Mm. to use, like, I think we Mm. maybe use too many products Mm. and we're marketed because we're built on consumerism. Yeah. (laughs) We're marketed like like, all of these things that we think are necessary. And I think some of the things it's not necessarily, Mm -hmm. it's not necessary. Um, and so like point. for shaving cream, I just use my bottle of shampoo and mm-hmm. like, like for, um, soap, I use a bar of soap now. Maybe mm-hmm. Norex, does Norex have a, a body thing? That's, well, they have a body they cloth. Body cloth. That's okay. how I shave my legs. Yeah. yeah. I don't okay. use anything. I use the body cloth and you run it up your leg and then you shave it and it works great. Oh my Clean God. shave. And That's what I do yeah. And I don't get razor burn anymore. Yep. Same. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk. <laughs> hey, Mary, I'm going to call you. Um, but there's so many things involved in your beauty routine mm-hmm. and just personal hygiene that you can start to weed out. And it's a process. Like for me, I'm still kind of going through and purging like, what do I really need? What do I really need? But I've been able to cut back on so many products that I would buy. Also, it saves you money. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a plus. So, yeah, and then cleaning products as well. Mm-hmm. What Catherine was talking about, like, you don't have to have all of the all of the different kinds of cleaners. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like, Matthew went through, and I think he replaced a lot of our things with just simple green mm-hmm. and, like, diluted it in different or, like, amounts. concentrates. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I do, and yeah. just put them in amber bottles. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and it cuts back on a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think what else. So... This is unpopular. Eating meat. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs> I will say that. Courtney is. Um, but actually, meat is, I've heard, it produces more carbon emissions than uh, driving your car. What? Really? Like the meat industry. So like package or like, like the plants? All of it. So, okay, like, okay. first off, the land that it takes up, uh, the, um, like, all of the fuel required to produce all of the food that they eat and then the processing of the meat and then the distributing of the meat like there's so many things involved in meat Mm -hmm. and while I love meat (laughs) I know that that's a really easy way to cut back so like I'll try to make if I know that our dinners are going to have meat I'll try to like not eat meat for my lunches um, I'll try to have like a day or two of the week be completely meatless. Hey. Um, so just like cutting back on meat where you can. I'm still going to go ham on a burger <laughs> sometimes. It has bacon on it. Um, well, I think it's a good point that you're making. It's like some of these things, yeah, like maybe aren't great for our environment, but you're not saying like, hey, never do this again, but like be mindful of yeah. when you do it and how often and like cutting back where you can. Like I think – if, if anyone listening to this takes away one thing that they can, like, add into their routine, like, okay, I'm going to, you know, go through all my toiletries or I'm going to eat vegetarian one day of the week. Like, if you just take one thing, like, that can even yeah. help in a big way. Yeah. I think that's, like, an important piece. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, my gosh, i got to change my life in all of these ways. Like, if you want to, great. But even just small changes and small shifts mm-hmm. are a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thinking through, what am I asking of the planet mm-hmm. to get me this thing and, like, Because you're always asking something of the planet when you consume something. Mm. And so what are the things I can do to ask less of the planet to get me this thing that I want? And then sharing things with friends. So this is one Catherine has experienced. So like not buy your own carpet cleaner. (laughs) Just borrow (laughs) your friends and then never give it back. Because that's what I like to do. Um, But just some of those like big appliances (laughs) – 
if you're thinking of, I don't know, uh, building a pool, just like how can you share some of those big appliances? Yeah, share the pool with us. Share we'll the pool gladly with come. us. The boat. We'll take your boat <laughs> on Saturdays and Sundays, and you can have it five other days of the week. Um, That's awesome. But just sharing in general, an ice cream maker sharing is like sharing. those things that you don't typically use, but a couple days a year, like how can you yeah. cut back the production of some of those big products? It's good. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone wants to share a lake house with me, I'm also open to that. Oh, my. <laughs> no, I apologize in advance for my friends. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Trying to get I digress. Catherine it's claims funny. the lake house. I claim the boat and the beach house <laughs> and the airplane. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, you can share your island with me. <laughs> That's what I want us to cut back on the amount of, you know. <laughs> Islands, islands that we own <laughs> yes but i have a vacuum cleaner so i think it's a fair trade okay yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a couple of bigger things to consider so the first thing is just like where is your where is your life going right what are the big goals that you have for your life i think that we've been taught to picture like the big house the big lexus the i don't know like maybe your own private aircraft. I don't know where you're at. Um, But like, where is your life going in general? And how much space are you trying to take up with this dream life? Mm -hmm. And start to readjust some of those goals. Um, Start to think about ways that like, your goals could maybe also not take up as much space and not ask as much of the planet. Mm -hmm. The last very unpopular thing that I'm going to share, I I feel like I've just escalated. um, And this one's really going to get us some hate mail. I don't know. But the last- we get a lot of mail. We get a lot of mail from a lot of our fans. P.O. Box that we don't have. Our P.O. Box. (laughs) We will have made it when we get some hate mail. Yeah. That's really, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So I'm just challenging the audience here. Come on, fans. Come on, haters. Where are you at? Thinking about having children, I think, well, I mean, I don't think this goes without questioning that a human has a larger impact on the environment than anything else. So like you can't recycle away the impact of a human. Um, And there's a, a very big problem with overpopulation. There's so many graphs you can look at that will make you lay awake at night. Um, They've made me lay awake at night. And I think it's something to consider if you're in the stage of life where you're thinking about procreating. Um, I know some of us are, and I know a lot of our listeners are. What, like how does your love for the environment maybe factor into that? Or how could it factor into that? How could you maybe take up a little less space? So I know that that's a very far out there thought. There's a lot of articles you could read on just overpopulation and having kids and all that. And like my husband and I were talking about it and we do want to have children. That's just, I think, a natural human impulse. But like talking about how do we just maybe replace one of us or two of us or like, I don't know. I'm one of four and not extend past it and not ask more of the planet than like maybe the planet should have to give. And I know that that sounds super heartless. I also had three siblings and I wouldn't give any of them away. And I know <laughs> mostly my parents probably Vic wouldn't. Sometimes, most mostly. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Victoria stays. <laughs> the boys can go. No, I'm just kidding. All right. You know what it's time for. 
what? <laughs> you know what it's time for. Yeah. You know what time it is. Or you know. You know what I mean, it's time for. I mean, I guess Does that works. That make sense? <laughs> I don't know. You know what time it is, Courtney? <laughs> okay, sorry. Recommendations. Recommendations. We're going to get a jingle for that. Yeah, we are. Recommend. Um, so I only have one recommendation because it's such a good one and I want everyone to remember it. It's the only one you'll ever need. The Story of Stuff. It's a book. Oh. The Story of Stuff by Annie Leonard. This book wrecked me. Hmm. So I read this, I think, in the seventh grade. It's actually wow. quite funny. I read <laughs> You were she, not lying she when she said sustainability yeah. was on her mind and has been like, her entire I, life. <laughs> I think I was in seventh grade. Okay, so I was reading it on a beach trip <laughs> with my family. <laughs> I wasn't even reading. <laughs> I was not reading. <laughs> I was on a beach trip with my family at Hilton Head, and I remember I was reading this book for the first time, and I was so angry that... <laughs> That nobody else in my family was as mad about all of this stuff as I was. That's so classic. That I love you. it. I love it. I was like, but guys, we're ruining the environment. And they were all like, shut up, Olivia. That's so annoying. They they're didn't like, say let's it go like to that, dinner. Literally, yeah. like, they're all on the beach having a good time. And then there's a seventh grader just <laughs> head in a book about sustainability and like ruining the trip. Like, we're doing everything yeah. wrong. They're like, where are water bottles? Why? I. We brought a whole cooler <laughs> out for us to the beach so we wouldn't get thirsty. Olivia's like throwing them all away. Yeah, you all drink She's the, like, I'll the teach the you. Water. <laughs> Jump in the pool. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I was super annoying and probably uh in the spike of puberty. So no, that's fine. Um that's cool though. Yeah, the story of stuff. So she has seven categories of different things like clothing electronics i think beauty and she walks through the production to the disposal of these mm. things and talks about all of the environments and human populations that are harmed in the process of making us our stuff mm. it is super solid it came out a long time ago so i haven't like checked the new research on some of the claims that she's made or anything so haters this is your chance to come for me. Um, but yeah, the story of stuff, I will link it in the show notes. And I hope that you get as angsty and angry with your family about all of these issues as I did when I was in seventh grade. Angry and angsty or passionate, one yeah. might say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's perfect. This was great, Liv. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for enlightening us. Yeah, I honestly am kind of like, yeesh, I need to go get rid of some things. Yeah. Me there too. are always changes that you can make. Um, I would like to ask you a question before we part. Oh. I feel like I often hear people talk about like, oh, well, I would recycle, but it's just like too challenging or it's expensive or it's inconvenient. Any mm. advice to the listener out there who wants to recycle and That's is good. frustrated by how they can? Yeah. Well, I, another unpopular opinion, I don't think that recycling is actually as great as people say. Mm -hmm. It is not the best solution. Mm -hmm. Best solution, number one, is just don't use whatever you are going to recycle. Mm -hmm. So this is where those single-use plastics, mm -hmm. like, don't stop at the gas station and get that coffee. Like, make it at home. Bring your own yeah. thing. Like, do everything that you can to minimize what's going into your recycling mm -hmm. bin. Mm -hmm. 
So that's the first thing I would say to the haters. And then... We're just all about the haters tonight. (laughs) The haters. Maybe they're lovers, okay? Like, they might be really into what you're saying. The lovers. Don't assume, Liv. Don't assume. That's the first thing I would say to the lovers. Because they're trying. They're trying. They're trying. And I'm still trying. Because let me tell you, sometimes I'm like, you know what? They say recycling doesn't work, so I'm going to throw away this thing of sour cream instead of cleaning it out. I did that last week. Sure. Don't use it is the first thing. And then I would say just think about your great grandkids. <laughs> and do you want them swimming in a pile of garbage? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> think about there your great grandkids. There it is. Yeah. Make it as easy as possible. I mean, cut down. Like, what step is holding you back? Can you cut it out in some mm-hmm. way? Um, we have to take our trash and our recycling to the dump. And mm-hmm. I know that, like, the drive to the dump is my least favorite part, so I make my husband do it. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, you're committed to it, and if that's the way you know to recycle, then you're still separating those out and, yeah. and taking them all. Yeah, that's good. Look up pictures of garbage in the Pacific Ocean. Oh gosh, that might help. Okay, oh. that might inspire you to do better. <laughs> do better, everyone. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you, you, Liv. This yeah, thank you. Very this good. And yeah. hopefully our listeners out there learn something new. I definitely did. So appreciate learning from you, Liv, and this subject too that I know you're really passionate about. And I join you in that, but don't know as much. So it's fun to learn from you. It is. And listeners, be sure to post on post a comment or send us a DM about some ways that you are challenging yourself to uh, be more mindful with mm-hmm. sustainability. We'd yeah. love to hear some more ideas and get creative with you know alongside you guys in the ways that you guys are just trying to be more mindful yes and you can do that through social media or on instagram and then also you can do that through our website you can email us our contact info is on there and then um that's another way that you can reach us so i know a couple listeners have asked me you've talked about commenting or posting like where do we do that so social media is a great way and also our email sweet all right thanks guys Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, feel free to subscribe to stay up to date on our latest content. Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening from. And we'd love to hear from you. So reach out to let us know what content you want to hear in the future. This podcast is edited by Katherine Compo. Show notes are written by Olivia DeHart. And the podcast is produced by Courtney Tilford, Katherine Compo, and Olivia DeHart.